Sam forgot how to pod. There he is. How'd you go to Florida and get no color? He dyed his hair. (laughs) 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 Got his ass. I didn't hear it. I just came in laughing. Oh, that's unfortunate. Were you guys blasting me? (laughs) Yeah, we each got a couple blasts on you. (laughs) man. Glad you waited for me to come back to be funny. It's our pod now. Oh, yeah. Nice. I heard. I heard you guys were uh, really cutting it up in here. A couple of goofus and gallants. We're both goofus. Yeah, apparently Lund gave a handjob to a stripper. That's all I heard about the pod while I was gone. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't make that up. And then I didn't. I got hit up by multiple people. Everybody's talking about it. (laughs) They are. They're like Lund got got either got handsy or got hands on with a stripper. Uh, Okay, so they quoted me, and then you were the one that deduced. Oh, hand job, hand on penis. Oh yeah, I don't know the codes you guys use in those uh, sorted clubs. I'm just trying to keep up. You weren't at that. You weren't at the. Compound basics that night with Chuck Roy. I think it was after a show at Castleman's. No, I wasn't. I wasn't down no, in the den when you were trying to I get would, ten minutes I would the never, hard way off Chuck. I would never. I would never lower myself to enter a gay men's establishment. Is what you just said. I don't think that they're gay establishments. I just think there's establishments. You're the one assigning sexual roles to establishments. Oh uh, yeah, th- yeah. They had men, men and women strippers in there. No, it was all dudes in their little boy short underwear. Oh, so it was. Uh, I mean, it sounds cool. It sounds like a cool place to be with, uh, you know, your mentor Chuck Roy. You don't see sexuality, just like you don't see race. I don't. It's just a. It's just a number to me, man. Binary. Yeah. Yeah. How did you've been in Florida for twelve days and you're even more <laughs> translucent than you were when you left? No, I'm not, man. I'm just wearing makeup. <laughs> I just have a bunch of uh, pancake makeup on. Isn't that such a gross, uh, when you get behind the curtain, like when, or if you see enough uh, young ladies that don't do a great job of putting on all that makeup, God, it's awful. Such a Hilarious weird... When, when you can see where it ends on their chin. Yeah. Like they, they put in three and a half hours of makeup in front of the mirror. And then it just ends right here, like where like where my beard used to start, you know, yeah. just the Mennonite style, mm-hmm. but with blush and uh, rouge, if you will. And you will. I heard about you at Compound Basics. Yeah, uh, it, it's a it's a just a weak facade, a house of cards. And as soon as you uh, take a picture, you know, I woke up like this. It's like, oh, God, you woke up as a completely different person. Yeah, what, do you fall asleep in the batter? What do you mean? <laughs> you, you, you making waffles and the ambient kicked in? What's your deal, lady? There was a, there was a, a fun time whenever uh, high-def cameras became commonplace because uh, wrestlers were using so much bronzer and, you know, fake tan and stuff, and then the cameras were catching it all, and they all looked so ridiculous. It's like when a, when a young lady will uh, get a picture at night and then you know the flash uh, just exposes how ridiculous, how funny they look. They look like a glowworm. You remember those? <laughs> no, I don't. What were these? This was around the time. These were before your time, probably. They were a children's <laughs> toy, a glowworm. You squeeze, oh, cool. squeeze their little tummy, and their face would light up. Yeah, you got one when you waited in line for a gas shortage, right? That was the consolation prize. <laughs> that was, <laughs> yeah. After uh, after the Bay of Pigs, uh, we, <laughs> we needed we needed a big distraction nationwide. Now that was the theme yeah. night when you were at Compound Basics, right? The Bay of Pigs. No, it was oh, it was a glowworm thing where you, you squeeze squeeze a dancer's tummy and then his dick would glow. It was the Gay of Pigs, and Lund was the <laughs> center of the uh, the stage there. Oh, you tried to set yourself up, and I refused to go along, and you just soldiered through. <laughs> No, no, I just, I just punched up. Uh, you know, I heard something I said. You told a boring anecdote, and then I made it funny. That's our thing. That's what we've been missing on here, right? Oh, good. I forgot. When we don't talk for a week, you uh, come back as a bully. You're going to call me a homo any second. I would never do that. You do it was, all the time. I do not do that all the time. You're the one who lies on the pod. You're the pod liar. No, you, you probably talked to Chris Pierce or Andrew Polk earlier, so... 
you're gonna call me something mean uh any second now i guess we we could count gay of pigs it was a gay club you're the one who labeled the club look here's the deal guys all right i heard you guys are putting out some pods doing your thing and i just want everyone to know daddy's back all right so uh everyone you know Put your cigarettes away. Put the porno mags back in the top drawer because uh, I'm not putting up with any of this horse shit or horse play you guys have been up to. Okay. You guys had a black woman on? Jesus Christ. What's going on here? I'm woke. That's what's going on. <laughs> no, I heard the Janae episode was good. I heard Jordan swallowed his tongue and uh, you guys had to wake him up. But no, nah, man, good work. Thank you guys for doing that. I was on vacation down there in beautiful Key West, Florida, so I couldn't. I, I didn't bring my microphone or my laptop. Yeah, you just uh, you brought an empty suitcase so that you could buy a bunch of souvenirs, some collectible coconut cups. I brought back six pounds of sand, and it was worth checking the bag. I'll say that because <laughs> there's not any sand in Fort Collins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, you, I'm, you, you have your feet, your bare feet in sand right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is a good feeling. I'm just sitting in a pile of sand. I'm bare bottomed, sitting in a chair filled with sand. <laughs> oh well, that's. I was going to say that's the that's the the other side of the coin. It's pleasurable in between your toes. It's pure evil uh, in between your your thigh and your nutsack, and so you have to be careful to just keep it down uh, south of your knees, south of the border. That's where I was, man, down there in old Key West, Mexico, getting it on <laughs> the Florida going, side, <laughs> going to cockfights, starting cockfights. Can't finish your conk fritter, throw it on the ground. Two roosters will start pecking away at each other. It's great. It's a real evolved place down there. Is Key West in the in Florida. Gulf, Gulf side? Uh, no, I mean, one side of the island is Gulf side. One side of the island is Atlantic side. And uh, those sides are about a mile apart. Oh, it's the very tip? Yeah, it's the very bottom of America. It's, it's the southernmost point in America right down there, about 100 miles from Cuba. I didn't realize that. I haven't been. I've been to Orlando, Pensacola, both with you. Mm-hmm. You're, you're my Florida connection. I am, man. Yeah, <laughs> we were at the, we're at the Orlando Indie Comedy Festival. I don't know if you want to say the name of the uh, other headliner that was very mean to you while we were there, but that was a that it's was Janelle funny. James. There it is. Uh, yeah. you'll never work for HBO nor Showtime. No, but, uh, yeah, I, won't, I mean I won't work for I won't work for anyone except for the two cans and the parrot heads, man. Those are my people. <laughs> I finally found my demographic, and it's old guys that are very sunburnt. Those are those are my people. <laughs> I was I was hanging out with homosexuals too, man. You weren't the only one keeping it compound basic. All right, I was mixing it up with the boys. Yeah, taking green tea shots, letting them touch my nipples. It was a fucking freak show, man. Emily left on Sunday. I had four days in Sodom. Is that true? And I want some Gomorrah of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is that is that a fact? I was confused as to how you originally said. I'll be back Monday. And then right. on Monday, we were like, do you want to record tonight? And you're like, I'm back Thursday. And I was like, okay, did something come up? Did you get a new case, a new lead down there? Did you try to find <laughs> the guy that killed your <laughs> guy that killed your dad? That widow that hired me to find her husband. Uh, <laughs> let's just say the check cleared, but he is dead. So it was a win-win. <laughs> no, man, Emily uh, left on Sunday. And then she was like, why are you going back? And I was like, I don't know, because I love you and I have a life there. And she's like, no, you don't. <laughs> And you don't have a life there either, kid. Stay here. Stay here with these randy, hot-handed homosexuals and keep playing patty cake, patty cake. Be the baker's man for the boys, daddy. She wanted you to explore your sexuality without her judging. uh, She was like, why would you go back? And I was like, I don't know. It's time to go back. And she's like, stay. So I stayed till Thursday. And uh, I was very glad I did because her flight was canceled till 9 a.m. So... She got to Miami and had to deal with a real ordeal because of the snowpocalypse you experienced. And meanwhile, I was uh, taking the peels off of plantains without using my hands. It was a blast. <laughs> you were making money. The trip, oh, yeah. paid for, the trip paid for itself in those four days. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you were, it, was, it was the right move. <clears throat> you were in Key West the whole time or did you bounce around at all? No, we went to, we flew into Key West Sunday and then we went up to Isla Mirada and I took Emily to an old resort. We were on the resort for four days, then came down and headlined. Uh, well, I didn't actually. I didn't do any comedy because unemployment, <laughs> but I did. Um, no, are you on unemployment again? Yeah. I, I want to get doing... back on, but I think they're going to fucking 
put me in the hooskow if I keep pulling that trick. I keep double dipping. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to shake out. Well, and f- there must have been some weirdness because for a few days it said that I had been overpaid. I think I mentioned it. <clears throat> they were like, oh, we gave you too much money for a year. So you owe us money now. And it's like, I spent that money. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not getting any of that money back. I can't talk to my landlord and be like, listen, I overpaid you. Uh <laughs> Hey, can, I, can I give you the money back in the form of all these cool pro wrestling tees I bought? <laughs> <laughs> all this mustache uh, wax that I've been using? Yeah, look at that, huh? Uh, uh, what is that about? I'm a mustache guy now. It's so blonde. Which looks is like ridiculous. you're about to get assassinated by an anarchist to the 1865 World's Fair. This is insane. Yeah, I'm, I'm Doc Holiday, baby. That holiday is May Day. I need some help. Somebody needs to shave this thing. I'll come down there and shave you. Yeah, I wish it were fucking any shade near the rest of my beard hair so that it doesn't look like I'm bleaching it or like that I'm like in the sun just making kissy faces at the locals. Yeah, it looks like your face is your, your beard is black coffee and then you got cafe au lait from the nostrils out. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, look. I'm not really flaring it out uh, before I go out in public. I'm not a mustache guy. I'm a beard man. Always have been. My dad was a beardman. Uh, he he switched to a goatee fella for the for the last uh, chapters of his life. Those were the days. He's just buying chargers and uh, sending chain letters on Instagram. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we went up to Isla Morado, man, and fucking. Let me tell you this: if there is a one man water sport craft. Your boy's going to flip it, all right? There's not, <laughs> there's not a piece of, uh, of uh, you know, fucking factory-made rubber or, uh, or a surfboard or a kayak. There's nothing that I can stay on for more than, I don't know, three heartbeats before I'm just in the water and then a bunch of, uh, you know, fucking Italian tourists are pointing and laughing. What a nightmare. <laughs> I was hoping. I was like, "There's, there's no way that he was gone for that long and didn't do something very embarrassing, very stupid, uh, where everybody got to laugh at the big, <laughs> the big moron." Oh let's yeah, hear, just, let's hear it. Well, I mean, Emily, they at the at the resort they had every every kind of watercraft you could just take out because you know uh, they had a guy there who looked like Captain Ron, who I'm for sure has been the cause of. 17 divorces he's just a fucking you know shirtless hot dude of whatever descent i'm not sure honestly because the sun got him so much mm-hmm. and he's just walking around shoeless oh yeah you want a boogie board baby you got it all right you want to play bocce ball sir yeah go over there i'll give her hang gliding instructions and <laughs> except for yeah divide and conquer with oh, every yeah. couple that he meets yeah every fucking pair of legs he meets he divides and conquers <laughs> fucking pervert just down there sand castling <laughs> pounding sand uh yeah and emily went and got one of the you know the ones you stand on and you, you what's that called where you paddle you stand paddleboard paddleboard yeah i don't know i i've been on the island so long i forget uh what you guys call it up here but <laughs> what do they call it down there turtle style they call it a lifestyle all right <laughs> <laughs> they call it their means of transport that's how they get to the bar yeah. But Emily's on it. She's having fun. She's nailing it. Her tits are swinging. She's looking like a fucking thousand dollars dipped in gold. And I'm on the beach reading some book about uh, child soldiers, you know, just smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and uh, she's like, come on out here. And I'm like, shut up. They're about to cut the head off the priest or whatever. And then uh, I went out there. This chomo's about to get justice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Johnny Mad Dog's about to bite this kid's eyeball off. <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm in there. Fucking! I get on and I flip right away, you know. And the best part of this is that there's two bars that have uh, double tiered patios where everyone can see you fail. So it's not yeah, just me and the beach going patrons. It's also everyone who doesn't want to go in the sun and just wants to drink vodka Red Bulls until their Marlboro lights run out. So, <laughs> just 700 people stacked oh. on top of each other. Yeah, exactly. It's Florida during a pandemic. That place was packed. And I'm fucking, I get on there, I fall off. I try and do the thing where you, you get on with your belly first and then try and slide your, your, your torso on. And I just go face first into the water. It's very shallow. I hit my face on the sand. I come up swearing. Eventually, <laughs> I get on there seated because Emily's helping me. 
Which, if there's one thing more embarrassing than falling off, it's your beautiful wife holding the board steady so you can sit on it for seven seconds before you inevitably fall <laughs> off again. I, I eventually conquered it, and I got on there, and, uh, you know, tables are clapping. It, was, it really sucked. It really oh, sucked. Yeah. Uh, people clapped for me, and I get out there. <laughs> I get a couple strokes in. You know, I managed to flip it around and look back at the shore. And I try to flip back around and I fall off again. Biggest laugh I got all weekend. <laughs> That's perfection. It yeah, sucked. You, you don't want anybody seeing any of that. But yeah, no. every time you have an opportunity to try something like that, it is in a resort. It's Yeah, it's not like a private lesson <laughs> before uh-huh. you get out there. I'm not letting Moondog <laughs> take me out and give me a private lesson. No way. <laughs> uh, that is the shit yeah the first three days we were in isla mirada emily got very drunk uh every day and i was trying to play it cool because one of us had to drive to you know joe's crab shack so she could get bottomless conch fritters uh yeah well you you know you take your 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 pants off it's all you can eat so (laughs) she's hiding them down there yeah she's she's cramming them we're back at the hotel (laughs) (laughs) got a little ziploc in there (laughs) Whoa, there's vinegar on these critters? No, baby, eat up. I'm sunburned. <laughs> so I don't know. It was a, it was a blast. She did good. She's very good in the water. I figured out the water. Uh, I came to terms with my natural state of buoyancy, as we've talked about a lot on the pod. I, I'm unsinkable. I'm Molly Brown. Um, and it was, it was you know just good old fashioned fun, man. Lots of uh, you know marital sex going on, if you will, the best kind of sex. Sure, Becker yeah. got Becker got laid. We talked about that. He just oh Becker, he just all over his window treatment. What? Oh, oh yeah, but that was like six months ago. You surprised me. I was like, I got laid. Oh uh, okay. I guess we yeah. There was it wasn't a recent thing. It was just any time. Yes, I have been laid in the past. Well, no, I, 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 my, phrasing, my phrasing was something like, "Have you?" jizzed real hard anytime lately and so yeah but it wasn't like in the in the last few days no i I wish i didn't know i didn't ask for more details i i I mean details about the cum but not what the calendar said yeah emily and i had all you can eat crab legs and then she was like all right let's get back to the room and have sex and i was like god damn it you don't understand anything you're a doctor you don't understand anything about anatomy what are you talking about (laughs) i just put this mom and pop out of business so you want to go back to the fucking cabana and get poked you're an idiot so we're back there and i'm like all right you have to do all the work so you know she fires up the steam shovel and uh she's on top of me and we're having marital intercourse and then there's about i don't know three minutes in i'm like get off i'm gonna puke (laughs) that might be the least romantic thing i've ever said during intercourse get off i'm gonna puke did you puke? <laughs> no, I didn't puke, but uh, I didn't puke out of my mouth or my ween that evening. But yeah, just lots of good daytime, you know, uh, husband and wife interactions and real wholesome fun at the uh, Postcard Inn Resort up there in Isla Mirada. Check it out. Tell them Sam sent you. And also tell them that that was, in fact, melted chocolate and not human shit on the towel. Yeah. Tell right. them that. Yeah. Isla Mirada, of course, Spanish for Murder Island. So I'm glad you both. You're I'm glad you both were able to make it back uh, alive. Me too, man. I mean, uh, there were there was a couple days where I didn't know if we were going to make it or not. Well, I was going to say you pay enough money and you go from victim to perpetrator, and so right. <laughs> you don't have to say it on the pod. I'm sure you signed some documents, but I have a feeling uh, you've got a look in your eye that looks like. <laughs> You felt what it's like to be God. <laughs> every Emily, God. Emily gets to be God every day she's at work. Oh, yeah. She chooses who lives and dies based on their insurance plan every day. So that's a lot of fun. Uh. <laughs> yeah, the insurance plan just has like numbers where it's like, oh, yeah, we the odd numbers are, are uh, the people that can just be forgotten. Don't yeah, worry exactly. about them. Focus on those evens. Those are Wait, the they work in the slaughterhouse. Want, those are the ones we want to keep around. <laughs> Put them in the sausage maker. Who cares? They're yeah, from Honduras. <laughs> get them healthy enough to get back to work, so that we can finish them off yeah. and sell them in some, uh, yeah, in, in some uh, chicken tendies. There's a chorizo shortage. 
But what else was there? Oh, yeah, um, we, we got a free rental car from this comic named Stephen Crane. Shout out Stephen Crane down there at Key West Jeep Adventures. Ah. Yeah, and uh, he was like, hey, can you, uh, can you drive a stick? And I was like, of course not. I'm a, I'm a you know, a modern man. You're, <laughs> you're uh, almost Gen Z. You're uh, Jake's furious. Barely a millennial. You really can't drive a stick? No, man. No. Okay. I'll teach you. Pass. It's fun. That's what I want. It's easy. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun to be emasculated by a guy that thought he knew you. That's always a good time. Well, you, I you could change I, that opinion over the course of a few hours. I'm not emasculating you. Oh, yeah. You would be smoking cigarettes, probably rolling your sleeves up. <laughs> He's got a big anchor tattoo on his arm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's wearing one of those like uh, USS Arizona hats, you know, <laughs> POW t-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> a cigarette in one side of his mouth a cigar in the other yeah. his, his Some reason fists, he's drinking warm gin yeah his fists are just twice as big as you ever noticed that they were yeah. god damn uh-huh. your dick just shrivels as soon as you get in the car he's got a mom tattoo crossed out for some reason <laughs> killed his own mom yeah <laughs> the toughest no. dude of all time you know this this guy's like, uh, can you drive a stick? And I was like, no. And Emily's like, I can, brother. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden she's got the tattoo, the anchor tattoo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's got a mustache like yours. Aviators. Yeah. Mustache like Hulk Hogan. So she uh, she got to drive one of those slingshots, Becker. You know about those things? Yeah. Yeah, there's two up, two wheels up front and one in the back. Oh, and we, just the She got to drive that two hours to Isla Mirada. Uh because he had to return it up there, so he was like, you take the Jeep, Sam, because you're a girl. It's a hard top. Don't worry. It won't blow off. You're safe. <laughs> <laughs> he literally was like, I want to put you in a hard top. I was like, oh, thank you. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure it's awful to hear. Um, but we get up, and Emily's just blasting Lizzo. I'm behind her. She kept. Uh, she would dump her boob out and put it in the rearview mirror, you know, like squeeze Whoa. it. It was awesome, man. It was really cool. You wrecked the Jeep. Yeah, <laughs> I run over the slingshot with the Jeep. <laughs> I just mount it. I'm listening to NPR and drinking coffee. <laughs> when in Isla Morada, you got <laughs> yeah. somebody. Why not your own wife? So yeah, that was our Lorada, man. And then the next day we drove back down to Key West for the shows. And uh, Emily... Sk- Allegedly. She, she skydived. Whoa, why Why couldn't you? Because I'm terrified. I can't drive a oh, stick. We've established on. this. The one, the, yeah, but like the, the one... I'm scared. I'm the, literally scared. But the I'm one, scared of a lot of stuff. I'm a scaredy cat. I'll say it here one, on the pod. The one fun thing that you could do that doesn't require any balance or agility, you just have to get out of the plane and you're done. And no. you didn't do it. No, I'm so scared of heights, man. So you would rather your wife die in front of your eyes than join her for a magical memory that would last for the rest of your lives. I didn't go with her. Oh, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You, you had to finish a book, you fucking yeah. psycho. Yeah, no, I went down to uh, Key West and she was like, I'm going to go skydive. And I was like, cool, I'll pay for it. But I don't want to sit in the fucking parking lot for two hours while you're up there you know, attached to some Captain Ron. He's getting hard behind you. He's like, whoops, that's not the ripcord. <laughs> you know? Uh, tweaking her nips. Yeah, uh, exactly. She's like, do it, Skyla! <laughs> yeah, we're not ma- I'm not married up here. <laughs> yeah. the <laughs> Cheating only happens if there's gravity involved. So Damn. she's... You know, that's why she fucks so many birds. But yeah, she skydived <laughs> and it ruled and she loved it. And meanwhile, I was... You know, doing nothing that cool. I'm trying to get say, the shit out of the towels. <laughs> no, the towels we took with us. Uh, <laughs> she, it's just weird because, like, if I didn't, I was like really scared that she was going to die up there. Mm-hmm. But it would have been a lot cooler if I didn't like her and I could have just been like fingers crossed the whole time. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> one time, <laughs> one time for old Sammy. I'd been good. But now uh, she lived, damn come it. on, freedom. Yeah, I'm back. Key West is a great place to mourn. I'll say that. Yeah, you you just stay down there and tell everybody your story. You go to the to the the double decker bars and just let everybody know. Hey, I know we had some laughs out there. I, I you know I, I was playing it up. I, I know what I'm doing out there, but I wanted to make you guys have a good time. 
Well, sad update. Um, my beloved is no longer with us, and I don't know what I'm going to do. And then they just get you wasted. and <laughs> <laughs> Every night for the rest you have of an my orgy. sad life. <laughs> you start to have orgies. You become an orgy guy. <laughs> you just live in Key West. You become the next Captain Ron, next thing I you would. know. That's what happens. That's what that guy who was giving out paddle boards, his wife died. Yeah, he's got a bunch of sadness in his eyes, but you can't tell because he's hot and uh, tan, you know, look, looks good. And he's wearing sunglasses, so you can't see that he's crying all the time. Right, yeah, but every time he peeks down to wink at a 17-year-old, you see a tear in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> his eyes are all bloodshot because he hasn't slept in a decade. Yeah, because he doesn't have any potassium. He needs a fucking vitamin water and a nap. But yeah, Emily skydived. She loved it. Uh and then we just, you know, enjoyed Key West, old Tom Dustin down there running that club. Sweet Joe, the owner. Uh, it was cool, man. I mean, sold out shows, but it's only 55 people due to COVID law, which no one, and I mean no one, gives a shit about COVID in Key West, Florida. Yeah, that's cool. I'm excited Except for the for police. The reckoning. On Duval Street, their main drag, there's a cop down there and ev- on every block, and he tells you to put a mask on. Unless you're smoking cigarettes or drinking on the street, then you don't have to wear a mask. Have you bought something? Okay, cool. Then uh, then you're good. All right. Oh, yep. You, your daughter got braids in her hair? All right, cool. Keep it moving. <laughs> She's safe. Is that <laughs> a henna, bu- henna tattoo? Yeah. All right, moving on. Where'd you buy that Walkman? Oh, yeah? It was a gift three Christmases ago? Come over here. What's your last name? <laughs> yeah, let me give you a ticket. Yeah, yeah. that's 50 bucks. You got to show up in court, too. You got to pay it in person. But also you get a $50 gift certificate to Hog's Breath Saloon. So. <laughs> oh, before I forget, you uh, you reminded me of a story that I've meant to tell a couple times because the Emily dumping it out in the car uh, reminded me in high school, some of my friends and my, my one of my girlfriends from high school, Jessica, they would do that too. They would drive around. She and like three of her hot, they were all, you know, gorgeous. They all had them. And they would drive around and dump them out and then just drive by strangers, you know, just drive by people and they just look over, you know, or they would, I think sometimes they would have it like peeking out from around the seatbelt, you know, that crossed their chest. <laughs> oh, that's a good look, man. Just, well, yeah. And I'm talking I about got, dividing and conquering. That's right. Yes. One. So <laughs> I got uh, scared for them because I was like, come on. I mean, you're going to flash some psycho and he's going to follow you guys and kill you all. I thought that there were a lot of uh, negatives to this little innocent fun that they were having because some people are these charged up, you know, just complete psychos ready to explode. Yeah, but you can't you, you can't get in trouble though if you see a sixteen year old tit in the wild. You know what I I'm mean? Saying, I'm like saying they're doing a public service. Well, yeah, but I just felt like there was going to be the wrong lonely, you know, guy with nothing to lose, and then. <laughs> He just sees a sign from God that says, you know, this is my offering to you, my yeah. son. And then, you know, and then there's a tragedy. Then they, And then the five of them have to kill a man, you know, <laughs> with their tits out. Um, what also, a way to die, man. <laughs> also, I'd always be like, what's, what's the route you guys think you're going to take? Because maybe I should follow behind. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the pace car. <laughs> Yeah, I'll pass you now and then and look over, make sure that you can, you got a good view of everybody's honkers and then give you the thumbs up. And, were these uh, honkers you'd been privy to or were these just like her friends who weren't letting you get a taste? Well, I was privy to the to my girlfriends. Right. And then her friends, no, I don't think I – they would do – they would dump them out when they would do like girl parties or sleepovers. Of course, it's all they do. Yeah, they were yeah, they were like exploring each other's bodies. All they're doing is giving each other Princess Leia haircuts, you know? One boob over here, one boob over here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's a blast. Yeah, they were having they were having a lot more fun than uh, me and my friends. We were, you know, playing GoldenEye and doing shots of the worst vodka you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, Goldschlager. <laughs> yeah, Goldschlager trying to break the bottle over each other's heads, you yeah. know backyard wrestling uh-huh. sometimes there was a pool or a trampoline involved <laughs> but we weren't dumping you know we weren't showing each other our hogs and being like whoa gotcha caught you looking yes. now you gotta take a lap <laughs> they, yeah super, they were super flinching they, <laughs> they were Everybody truly living another dick <laughs> 
Got you. They, they were truly living, and we were, uh, yeah, we were still in elementary school as far as, you know, living a life. Becoming oh, yeah. Adults. Emily and her friends will just talk about how their vaginas look. Like, they know each other's vaginas so well to be like, oh, how's your dangle, Chelsea, you know? <laughs> how's that left lip? Did it ever catch up? Right, yeah. It, it, I'm just I'm just sitting there like, God damn it. We're, rep- <laughs> we're repressed. God damn it. Yeah, well, we're repressed, but also our bodies aren't, like, changing as much as young female bodies change. They're also like, not as cool. It's not like we should be celebrating our bodies, me and you. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> hey, look at us. We're so free. And it's like, no, put that shit away. We should be mourning our bodies. Yeah. Yeah. I should, should have to walk them. around with an American flag over mine. Instead of a, a <laughs> towel at the pool, I should have to get out and put an American flag over, the, over my face and body. <laughs> it had to have been so funny for these uh, for these people in the bar just seeing emily like you said just uh perfection just god's perfect little creation and uh-huh. then you <laughs> you just bringing her down literally figuratively and then me being mad at her <laughs> it's even worse she's out there trying oh it's fun look you almost got it baby and i'm like shut up <laughs> leave me be uh yeah i didn't yell at her i was laughing i lo- i mean I- i'm gonna laugh harder than anyone if i'm Making a public spectacle of myself. Yeah, you save the self-flagellation for in the hotel room when nobody can see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would imagine you were trying to take it easy because it doesn't help to also be furious, but it's got to be tough because <laughs> all you want to do is have a, the fun that everybody else gets to have. <laughs> Not like you're you're asking for more than you you know deserve. You should have been able to have a nice time. I want my state-mandated <laughs> amount of fun. I want my baby back ribs. Yeah. Why, can't, why can't I just have some ribs and then get in the water and <laughs> get up on a paddleboard? <laughs> oh, you She's also just so good at the water, and I'm bad at it. You reminded me uh, of an of a time when uh, Brett Hiker and I uh, and I think a couple other people went up to Golden to uh, tube down the river. Tube it. Is it the Platte? I can't remember if it's something else, but. There's a there's a, a river up there and everybody tubes and everybody has fun and I went and we got a tube and I get and the water was low and I was like oh good this is not gonna <laughs> this is not gonna bode well for me yeah I was hoping for more water and there was less and sure enough it was a fucking nightmare because I <laughs> was pushing the tube down onto the bottom of a lot of the parts of the river. Oh, yeah. And so I'm just getting my ass torn up by and your balls. Rocks. Your my legs balls. are up. So the worst parts of your body to be yeah. ever raked across jagged rocks are exposed. Yeah. Your the butthole, only, your taint, and my, your balls. That's are right. Right there. Yeah. The Orion's belt is the only part of my body that is getting wet. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just scraping. <laughs> but here you go. And take it. And it was lose-lose because when I wasn't in the tube and scraping and just bleeding, I was flipping the tube and then having to get back in. Mm -hmm. And Hiker's loving it. Hiker's just, you know, laughing his ass off at my misfortune because we're not married. So he can can giggle as much as he wants. He doesn't have to be supportive and try to give me tips. Oh, Emily was laughing. I don't want anyone to think differently. Right, but... While also be, and and hiker wasn't just being mean and didn't you know didn't yell out to passersby hey check out this load yeah <laughs> garbage barge floating by <laughs> one time Stat, Staten Island ferry is running late but it's making up for it <laughs> giving us a show one time me and Bonzo and Jr went up to Boulder to tube that thing in Boulder. And it was like, we were getting in the water and we heard this couple arguing as we finally like launch, we hear one of them yell, it's white rapid day. Like it's like the worst water that's ever been in Boulder. Mm. So Bonzo was ahead of me, I remember. And JR goes over this like little, you know, thing. And he's like, I just hear JR go, oh, fuck. (laughs) And Bonzo, who can barely swim, he goes over. And then I come down, and there's like a whirlpool. I just see there's a little whirlpool down there. So no one's moving. I just got <laughs> JR and Bonzo right below me. So I go over, and somehow, I mean, I, I come down. I'm wearing Bonzo's face as a hat. When, when I 
when I surfaced, Bonzo was, we were in the same tube. <laughs> his tube, or my <laughs> tube had shot far away. And now Bonzo's in mine, and his head is between my legs. The legs are out. <laughs> Bonzo's wearing you as a hat. Yeah. It was, oh, no. Oh, man. Bonzo can't swim. He's almost drowned a bunch. Good <laughs> God. Yeah. Becker, you ever almost drown? Nope. I'm right. I'm a pretty I'm a pretty okay swimmer. I he grew can up drive a stick. He can swim. I, I I sort of just assume everyone can drive a stick. It's not a male or female or masculine thing. It is an age thing because as we, as we've talked about uh, off of the pod, there used to be you know it seemed like a fifty fifty split, and then enough people were like I don't wanna you know so they just like stopped making them right. Yeah, pretty For much. The most part. Yeah, why now, would you? You got the automatic. One of the first it's, times... Automatics break worse. They hurt your gas mileage. They hurt your power. They hurt everything about the driving experience except the fact that you can yell at children and drive at the same time while... Yeah, or you're a fucking war hero who went away to Vietnam and lost a leg on a grenade. You right, come home, is, how are you supposed to drive your Wrangler, dude? You're anti-American. You're right. That is the majority of the buying market. You're right. Think of all the Americans who've lost a foot to the War of Diabetes. I still <laughs> want to get to Golden Corral. Sam's you can you can stump a clutch. Uh, okay, yeah, I was gonna say how. Well, you also you can drive or no, you don't. You end up you want both legs. Yeah, for, you do for down below. Well, I, I was gonna make fun of you because I thought that you thought you needed legs more than arms to drive a, a manual and i was like all right we got to start with the basics for you <laughs> i learned i learned i, how mean, to I don't dri- know a lot about cars you know the other day i was like i'll drive i got in the trunk somehow it sucked <laughs> <laughs> i learned uh how to drive stick in college and before i learned because uh i i bought this awful piece of shit car from a co-worker and it died like two days later so i like kind of learned on that and then eventually bought another bought a truck that uh that was a stick but before either of those cars there was a night where a bunch of my friends and i got uh drunk and a few people wanted to go home and one of their the only car that they had that they had or one of the cars was a stick and i I was drunk enough to be like we'll figure it out together and i don't know how much damage i did to that fucking thing but it was an oh god it felt like i was playing cruising usa and, uh, <laughs> they real, you out of the pizza hut after with real consequences <laughs> and luckily i don't think anybody got hurt but oh, holy no. shit just to, so to have the drunken confident confidence to volunteer to drive a stick when you don't know you know a lot of it is feel it's not really uh you know specific <laughs> across the board rules it's more like all right yeah you feel when it's time to shift uh into the next gear and then you do and i fucking was not ready so it was just it was a wild night for sure i feel like you gave me six minutes no i'll say a half hour i could figure out how to drive one of those things yeah Yeah, you could it's not complicated you just have to you just have to pay attention to like i said some cars you don't have to shift into second until you're going 30 and then others, you know, you, you barely use first, you are almost immediately in second. And the tough, the tough thing is Hills. And then like, if you come to a full stop, it kind of sucks to have to start over from first, but yeah, it's definitely not a a super difficult thing that you have to be very intelligent or, or, uh, experienced in order to pull it off. Well, Becker, weren't you in the car with me and Lund that time we were driving down to do those gigs? Yeah. You were there. Remember? Yeah. Uh, and I didn't know you were supposed to go into second gear when you're going down a hill. And it just oh, yeah. felt like burnt rubber. Like it felt like the car was about to explode. And you're like, well, yeah, you could probably put it in second and you'd be a lot better. <laughs> and I'm like, we're all going to die. <laughs> this is bad. I do remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the brakes were just smoking. And you're like, well, here's the move, kiddo. All yeah, right. g- gearing was a mystery. Yeah, you're like 23 skidoo down to second gear. That's <laughs> <laughs> all the daddios play that thing. Come on with it. Uh, that's why yeah. everybody should do it. It teaches you a bunch about all of driving, even if you're not going to use one. Yeah, but also, Becker, no one should be driving. I feel like what? I should be allowed to drive because I'm good. You're good. <laughs> you know, Lund is a good driver, but I always worry about his heart whenever anyone <laughs> is going too slow in the left lane. 
Do you have a maraca? Did you buy a maraca in Florida? No, Becker's the one making noises. Oh. Am I? Yes. Oh, there it is, yeah. Because he has his headphones around his neck. No, it's because there's, there's snap buttons on my shirt. No, it's because yeah. you're wearing not one but two puka shell necklaces. Wait, right he's, now. he's wearing think, a wire, too. This is, he's, Becker! He's turned state, think, state's witness. I think one of the snaps was slapping the microphone. It was, for sure, because now... A lot. Well, now it, you, wasn't give, it doesn't give me feedback from my own mic, so I didn't know you guys should have told me earlier. No, it I just, thought you were trying something out. No. <laughs> Solid bit. I thought this was a new bit you guys had worked out while I was gone. We're like, oh yeah, we changed the name. It's uh, it's Mustache and the Jingle Jangle Man. We tried to do an Impractical Jokers and see how long it would take before you said something. So. One of the various homosexual couples I was hanging out with, <clears throat> I had to walk away not once but twice from two different situations. One of them involved one guy saying the Impractical Jokers was funny and his husband <laughs> being like, that's shit. That just defines who you are and your taste. You love the Impractical Jokers. You love Celine Dion. Like, can you be original for once in your life? What? And I was like, well, I'll be hitting the old dusty trail. You you felt tension as opposed to just being able to to join in and make fun of this person? Oh, no. I didn't want to be talking to them already because okay. uh, they were super annoying. I like the idea of a stereotypical gay man because of Celine Dion and Impractical Jokers. Like, as yeah. we all know, the gays are big fans of these two main things. Well, I think <laughs> they love the Joker's cruise. That's what I would guess. Okay. Good yeah. international water, you know. The other <laughs> one, to, I, I had a fucking, to kill someone as a prank. I had a wild one, man. Because uh, we do the shows at Key West, and then we didn't want to go to bars because we weren't, like, you know, begging for it. We weren't, like, a bunch of 16-year-olds driving around with our tits out, you know. <laughs> um that's so. the thing too yeah they were def- they were in high school so none of them were 18 yeah. and so you i mean a good driver is going to look at cars as they pass and all of a sudden you <laughs> you have to fucking reconcile where you're like oh god let me see some id damn it before i know if i can jerk off to this later well that's what i was saying is that you can't get in trouble that's what i said earlier where it's like they know, were thrust upon you it's sure the universe winking at you <laughs> So it's a go. loophole. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Jeff Ross always looked at 16-year-olds as long as they were in separate cars. He yeah, exactly. To, he was able to court them. He's guilty, right? I guess. I mean, I think so. He didn't get any repercussions. It seems like he's constantly just commenting on people's Instagram posts, and everybody's like, oh, it's the, it's the Ross man. Watch out. Roastmaster General's here. Yeah, I don't know. Him and... Him and Chris D'Elia are trying to figure out uh, how they can open up a comedy club in international waters and still make yeah. money. <laughs> On the Joker's cruise. <laughs> no, but we would... Uh, whoops, you've been pranked. <laughs> She's 14, you've been pranked. Yeah. Like, God oh, no. damn, what? <laughs> My God. That'd be a crazy I, prank. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know Ross got caught doing that too. Oh yeah, yeah, this like woman put out this long video series and essay about how Jeff Ross groomed her and you know gave yeah. her the, gave her a little taste of the business. There were I think there were several uh, stories that were that came out from people that said that he was pretty pretty aggressive or whatever. He'd fly people out and bang them. I can I don't I don't remember specifics with him because it was like. Was it right after Louie or there wasn't as much attention on, on whatever happened with Ross. Oh, okay. So I think it was right when Dalia happened and then Ross's was people it? were like, well, this has to come out sometime. So <laughs> there's a pretty big smoke screen on the horizon. Let's, uh, let's light this cigar and see, see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that definitely sounds right. That there was some, someone else that was also getting, a lot of attention for being a creeper. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is Jeff Ross has always been very nice to me, and uh, women are known for lying. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I think I think he did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I do think he did it. <laughs> Allegedly, I don't know. <laughs> We're in too deep here. But uh, I believe women. I believe women. All right. I believe that they're better than me and you, brother. That's right. I mean, yeah, they're at 16, 17, and they're dumping them out for the world to see. Yeah, come on. They're angels on Earth. 
If me, if I was driving around with my dick hanging out the window when I was seventeen, yeah, yeah, you'd make it two highway exits before there's several cops just shot the tires out of your car. Yeah, they throw the spike strips. <laughs> <laughs> we assume they're going to Taco Bell off Wilcox in Castle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> there was that time when fucking David Bory was mooning people out my window at like eleven thirty during the daytime in Vegas. <laughs> Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Have I told that story on here? That was the worst. If there's the oh. worst ass you're going to see on your way to from, you know, Starbucks back to work, it's David Bory's drunk ass taking up <laughs> multiple windows in a convertible too, right? Cuz there's nowhere there's no No, it wasn't a convertible. It was my old Buick. Okay. Oh, okay. And he's I, like, I, I was ah, this hilarious. He was still bl- he was blackout from the night before. We're going to get all you can eat Korean barbecue or something and he's like, you know, barely able to bend contort his body in a way where he can deliver full ass to pass you know passers-by <laughs> so his like you know heads in my lap and he's just <laughs> you know faking the moon landing uh i was so pissed i was like put it away david i'm drunk too put it away and he's like <laughs> oh boy you guys yeah. are tasting death and living life then luke lockfeld copied him and put his butt in the back window and it's like no one's looking at your butt luke what are you talking about <laughs> You have David's ass. You have the fucking face of Mars right there. You're going to look at a star? Shut up. Red and angry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I like that you were against it because typically you you always want people to to show ass. And well, if because... you and then you you really secretly I think want someone to be like, "No, you do it." And you'll be like, "Yeah." And then you would do it. <laughs> but you don't want to just do it without someone uh, requesting it. No, it's because I'm pr- I was definitely still drunk from the night before. Okay, so, so yeah, I was like, good, wanna... if we get pulled over with uh, you know, Hakuna and Matata back here, we got Timon <laughs> and Pumbaa, they're going to breathalyze me. They're going to be like, sir, no man in his right mind would allow that ass to be unleashed upon his fellow passengers. What are you doing? Yeah. And also, you know, it was a safety hazard. I couldn't see my mirrors. Uh, <laughs> couldn't see anything. You want to talk about a blind spot? Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> he couldn't hear anything either. Oh yeah, what was I gonna say? It's a giant vacuum. Fuck. Uh, oh the yeah, other, the gay the guys. Gay couple. Yeah. We would go to Tom Dustin's uh, house and sit on his patio, which is like a little bar, and it's like awesome. Just drink way too much. Uh, and I left at like two a.m. when him and his girlfriend were arguing. She she like apologized too much, and Tom was like, "What are you saying sigh for?" And she's like, "I don't know." And he's like, "You apologize, and you don't know what you're apologizing for." And I'm like, "Okay, that's my cue." Uh, yeah. So I went to the local pizza place, Mr. Z's, and I walk in, and it's these two uh, gay guys from Boston who came to two shows. They were really nice. The guy tipped me a hundred bucks after a show, just like Venmoed me a hundred after he bought a book. Really cool. Well, uh, Jason and Michael in Boston, if you're listening, hello. And I walk in and I see these two guys and I'm like, well, look at these Boston homos. And, you know, the room <laughs> goes silent and then they start laughing and I'm like, okay, good. Um, so they buy my pizza, they buy me some beers. They're like, let's hang out. I'm like, cool. I don't know anyone here. My wife's gone. You know, I'm locked <laughs> out of my condo. What am I going to do? Uh, One winking. shoe on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so we, they took us to this, this sports bar, and they kept buying me green tea shots, which are just like vodka mixed with Sprite. It's fucking, it's bad news. Mm-hmm. And we're getting drunk in there, and we're having a good time, and we're having a real fun blast. And then these fucking three dudes from Detroit walk in. Young men, they're shirtless, they're hot as can be, just <laughs> smoking like $2 pistols. And, of course, the gay guys start nagging them because they're trying to get a weird, the worst six-way in the history of sports going. <laughs> It's just me as the head coach. I'm like, that's a good head you're getting. Good work. And, uh, fucking <laughs> box out. Box out. Time to box out. Got to use your ass. Low your man ass wins. A, your ass is a weapon. Yeah, get real low. Yeah. So they come in, and of course the gay guys right away are like, "Where are you guys coming from? The strip club?" Uh, and they're like, "No, we're just trying to get some shots." And they're like, "Where?" You know, and they have thick Boston accents. The gay couple. And uh, they're like, where are you from? And they're like, we're from Michigan, man. We're here for spring break. And the gay guys are like, oh, Michigan sucks. 
one of the one of the hot dudes is like, "Where are you from? Fucking Boston. Boston fucking sucks, man. Listen to the way you talk with your dumb accent. Your fucking tiny ass state. You guys fucking suck, man." And I'm, he's like, "The UP is beautiful and Michigan rocks." And I'm in the middle of this, and I have no allegiances really besides the gay guys. You've been but to Michigan a bunch, but I've been to uh, Michigan a lot, and I say that I'm like, "Well, actually, Michigan is beautiful. I've been to the UP. Sault Ste. Marie's amazing. The Cherry Festival up there, it's great." And one of the hot guys is like, well, tell your, tell your friends that. And I'm like, well, they're not really my friends, you know? And then the gay guys. <laughs> They've taken I'm, such good care of you. and you I know. Lovely. Them but I don't, don't want to be. Yeah, exactly. Just threw them under the bus. What did you just sniff? <laughs> what did you just smell? A candle? Candle. Okay. So the, then the gay guys are like, oh, we're not your friends, are we? We've been <laughs> hanging out for two hours. We came to see your shows twice. I bought you all these green T-shots, but we're not friends. Okay. <laughs> and I stood up and I grabbed my backpack and I said, this sucks. And I walked out the door. Was it getting tense? They were yes. actually being like kind of shitty to each other. Like yes. there could be a fight. Well, then, yeah, you don't really need to even out their their side so that it's a uh, three-on-three brawl. No. And I also, I don't care enough. Like I'm fucking wasted. Like I went home. <laughs> And like pissed in the sink, and then I went outside to smoke a cigarette, and I fell over. I got in the hammock. You lit the filter, dude. That's a, that's a classic. That's a classic drunken smoker move. You light the fucking filter. Yeah, yeah. That one sucks. But so that night, I, I get in the hammock, and I fell asleep in the hammock, and somehow I woke up face down in the hammock, like when the sun came out. My back is as mangled as it can be because I've been sleeping, you know, in a U shape. And there's a bunch of chickens beneath me. And so I wake up, back broken, bunch of chickens, like right by my face in the hammock, just clicking and clucking. Pecking your eyeballs. Yeah, exactly. My tongue, they're treating it like a little worm. And then I, then I had to go inside and I slept until like 5 p.m. that night. It was the, That was my, I think, Monday in Key West after Emily left. I was just yeah, that, indoors. That's- that is why you you had trepidation about being alone, as you know that you're going to get into some misadventure. Yeah, I got wrapped up in a hammock. A bunch of birds laid eggs inside of me. <laughs> I sold out a lovely gay couple. Yeah, you leave, and then those three dudes just pounded the shit out of these this couple from Boston, just left them for dead. Or they all hooked up. Well, yeah, if it, if the negging worked out. They were because one guy had like kind of like bitch tits, and the guy was like, "Oh, where were you? Oh, look at those things. Let me watch you dance." Like the dude, he went he went gay bomb hours. Like I'm like to tit fuck you, and I'm like, "Whoa, this is insane." <laughs> <laughs> were the were the three guys gay? Do you know? No, they. I don't think so. So you figured, yeah, there was there was trouble brewing because these three are not going to uh, let a bunch of shit slide. They're not going to let these dudes from Boston win the battle of wits. Mm-mm. And, and so also, they could, they're not going to let them win a fight. They're going to hate crime these guys. It's cold in the D. So yeah, they could have started swinging, and then you're useless because mm-hmm. <laughs> you haven't been in a fight since uh, you were trying to get pants on a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> on an incline. <laughs> Since <laughs> I got my pants caught in that escalator, I I didn't. But then the next, the last two days in Key West, I just uh, hung out at Louie's backyard bar. If you're ever there, it's right on the water by Dog Beach, and you can just hop a fence, get a drink, go swim around. I was just I was in the water for like probably a combined eight hours. The last two days I was there, just floating like an egg, man. Did you have the dry hand for books and or cigs or no? Uh, I was making that move, but I was also joined by comedian James Patterson. One, remember that night that the Walsh brothers did them Gator Boys at Too Much Fun? Yeah. So he was with them. He was in town with them, and he remembered me from Too Much Fun because that was like his favorite show he did. And I was like, so he lives there now. He's just fucking, you know, leaving Las Vegas, and we hung drinking out. himself to death. No, I think he's doing okay. He's he's not like old Tommy Dustin. But uh, everyone down there is drinking themselves to death. Yeah, they're all. No one's yeah. not drinking themselves to death. They're all leaving Las Vegas. It's just in a coconut, so it doesn't look as sad. <laughs> they're all living out lyrics to fucking Jimmy Buffett lyrics, but it sucks. Like you know, lost my flip flop. That's funny in a lyric, but if you're like a 53 year old man who's walking through the streets saying, "I can't find my flip flop," <laughs> it's three <laughs> in the afternoon and your nose is bleeding. That's a Kyle Canaan joke. Okay, there you go. I'm a big Kyle head. I'm a Kyle Kinane historian, so 
Yeah. Uh, you're on the right track. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking, uh, you know, like uh, Tom's Tom's girlfriend's parents come down there and I'm like, well, maybe this will put a semblance of sanity into it. And we went to get breakfast at 10 a.m. and they're sitting there and they have the bottle on the table. They didn't just mm. order mimo- They didn't just order screwdrivers. They ordered just a bottle of vodka and a bunch of orange juice. So I'm like, oh, good. Well, this 75-year-old yeah. couple from Minnesota isn't going to save me from debauchery. They have bottle service at the IHOP. Just everywhere mm-hmm. you go, you can get... <laughs> Let me get a bottle of Grey Goose and 10 olives. Anything goes. I would never tell anyone who's on the wagon or in any kind of sobriety program to go to Key West because it's not what it's there for. Did you see uh, Andy, Janae's uh, flame friend? partner? He's, think, he's out there. I think friend is the term. Yeah. No, I didn't see Andy. Roommate, former roommate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Concierge. He's down there. He, he could have taken you fishing. He could have done I, a lot of stuff. I had a real good time with Andy when I opened, I opened for Josh Blue in Tempe a couple summers ago. God, it was like 130 every day. And uh, I stayed with Andy because, you know, no hotel. They're like, hey, you're getting 100 a show. Why don't you spend 400 on a hotel for four nights? Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I stayed with Andy, and we had a really good time. He's uh, easy to talk to, you know, sports. Uh, he's older, so, like, anything I could say he that I remember from growing up, he was, you know, eight years older than me, so he was right there. Knew exactly what I was talking about. We had a good time. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was good. I, we paddleboarded. <laughs> we tried to hike at like eleven thirty in the morning, and we were out there for like twenty minutes because that heat is for real. It'll kill you. It'll just dry you out. With every step, you're closer to death if you're not careful. And they not Key West, man. Every step, you're closer yeah. to the beach, brother. Every step, you're soaking in sweat. That humidity's bad, isn't it? No, man. It's perfect. I was drinking 007s all the time, which are screwdrivers with a little splash of Sprite. <laughs> I was on top. People yeah. people were so desperate for outsiders there that I got taken to dinner twice by people who came to the show. Like, very nice dinners in, like, the best hotels and, and restaurants in town. Like, I if I ever moved there, I'd make it three weeks. I was... <laughs> I was about 14 days away from just being found drowned in the urinal at, uh, you know, Captain Hooch's or whatever gay bar I got into trouble in. (laughs) You'd get footsie and just start trying to shove a toe up somebody's ass. Yeah. And speaking of that, Lund, I saw on the Reddit today that someone called you uh, into question. That was fun. Becker, have you seen this? You heard about this? No. Okay. Yeah, it was random. Somebody on the Chub Reddit accused, not even me, of lying. It's my wife's story. Megan's the one that said that she, uh, while she was working at Starbucks, there was this dude that was like, oh, fucking COVID, you know. The only reason we're dealing with any of this is because we freed the slaves. And she was like, all right, I'm not serving this guy. And yeah, uh, somehow that's, with all of the stories that we've shared over almost... 80 episodes or wherever we're at. <laughs> uh, this was the one time where somebody was like, ah, I don't know about that. I don't know if there's anybody that's uh, that deluded and racist in, in America, in a small town in America. There's people that are that stupid. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. The, the post is titled is Lund a liar? Question yeah. mark. <laughs> and I saw yeah. that while scrolling and was like, I saw <laughs> how furious Nathan is. Well, I saw that this morning. I had to wake up at 8 to give uh, Mama some of her pills and feed Mama and George Michael. And I saw it in my notifications on my phone. Is Lund a liar? And I was like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to save that for later in the day. And I didn't know what to expect, but I, I wasn't scared because I'm not a liar. So I was, I was curious. And, uh, yeah, it was a story that I relayed from... Megan and it's random that the that his uh his spidey senses well I don't know if it's a guy or or a lady but uh oh yeah I'm sure that there's a bunch of chicks on our subreddit we have a lot of women fans I know we do but they're better than reddit women women don't need to be on reddit reddit's the front page of the internet according to reddit 
the guy Lund replied, "It's my wife's story, so you're calling the love of my life a duplicitous piece of literal shit, and I demand <laughs> satisfaction." Uh, the guy says, "Don't bring your wife into this. Haven't you put her through enough by now? I'm letting it slide, but I've got my eye on you, serpent." So that was pretty good. I put her through secretary school. You know, put her through a table after hell in a cell. He got you all fired up. (laughs) I tried to defend you. I said I was there when Lady Lund got home, and she went into the story unprompted. So I can confirm it happened, as can Dr. T. If anyone is a liar on the pod, it's Becker. I've never (laughs) told a lie. And then Lund responds, every sentence in your post is a lie. So thanks for... You're you're the guys from Boston, Lund, all right? And I'm the guys from Michigan right now. Yeah, I nagged you. Well, I I finally missed you a little bit, and so I figured I'd nag you and spice things up, make sure you came in hot for the pod, and you did. I did, man. I missed you guys, I got to say. Played you, like a, to the fellas. played you like a fiddle. Yeah, it was nice to, uh, to be able to catch up. Because we end up talking quite a bit in between episodes. So. Some would say too much. Yeah, we should probably just save it for the pod so that yeah, we can Lund. <laughs> keep it spicy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me and Emily are going to live in La Junta uh, in like a month. Why? Really? Yeah, we're going to go to La Junta because she has to do an away rotation. Actually, I think it's going to be in June, but we'll be right there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. See, well, Becker was excited. Lund couldn't give less of a shit. I Lund's already thinking about what kind of ice cream he's going to put between which cookies as soon as this is over. Shout out to Bakery, it rules. Yeah. We got great sweets. What do you know, Becker? Did you get one cookie and it wasn't up to your gold standard? <laughs> nope. The bakery is amazing. I'll tell you about my problems with it after we're not recording. Oh, shit. White supremacists. <laughs> He's nodding. They don't serve the outside of the Oreo, just the cream filling. Yeah, you just have to open your mouth and you have to show the inside of your forearm to see how, how pale you are. Well, thank well, you to all you thought criminals out there. Uh, I appreciate you all for uh, for the messages of support while I was gone. Uh, thank you for busting Lund's balls, Rhea, Rhea <laughs> being gay. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> there, when I was still playing fantasy football, there was a picture that I, I don't know how one of my friends found it. Just this picture of two guys kissing, and one of the guys looked exactly like me like almost completely like me and so that was uh you know some great ammo in our fantasy football trash talk and eventually i realized uh the the way i knew it wasn't me because i drink i party this is someone making fun of me for maybe kissing someone we used to play gay chicken where you'd like touch your dick to somebody else's balls in order to prove how (laughs) how much fun you were you guys had some guy had his balls out, and you wound up to him by putting the tip of your dick to it? No, so that guy... That's extreme gay chicken. Oh, for sure. Yeah, these guys, these guys were going for it. I don't know That's what like the... like no holds barred. That's right. Yeah, we went hard in the uh, fantasy football league, but... It's the ECW uh, of a gay chicken. Oh, yeah, everybody was bleeding the hard way. <laughs> I wish girls would have wanted to play straight chicken. That would have been fun. Yeah, get the ladies involved. <laughs> Look how crazy look, we are. Look how straight I am. You're just honking them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the eventually I, I was going Zapruder on that picture, and eventually I saw that 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 dude's that dude had attached earlobes, you know, as opposed to the dangles, and I got the dangles. Did this guy so actually like, look like you, or is this like when you said you looked like Jason Momoa? He looked like me. He looked okay. like Jason Momoa, but he looked more like me than Jason. Okay. I looked more like him than I do Jason. Rock and roll. But uh, hey, you have any dates to plug? Are you back at it? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm uh, April seventeenth. I'm doing Galley's outdoor show in Pueblo. Oh wow! So I'm gonna have to yeah, I'm gonna get. have to write some stuff. <laughs> Well, I'm cashing in on these COVID antibodies. And also, you want to go to Amarillo and get our fucking shots or what? Uh, I don't know. A comic just died in Amarillo. I feel like uh, I don't want to be the next comic to also get hit by a van down there. All right. Well, I'll be the first to say, uh, if you're in Fort Collins, come to Fort Comedy, the 12th and 13th, to see me headlining. Um, if you are in 
Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. See me at Helium Comedy Club on Tuesday the 16th, the day before March. Uh, before, what is that Irish holiday? Uh, St. Patrick's Day. Tuesday, March 16th on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, and maybe listen to Matt and Shane's Secret Pod that day to hear me. I don't know. That would make sense. And then uh, I'll be there the 19th and 20th. I am in for, or Colorado Springs, Colorado at Three E's or Mr. E's or whatever the comedy club is down there. Oh, nice. It's a, it's half church, half comedy club. Have fun oh, down good. there. You're not allowed to um, swim. You're not allowed to blaspheme. Oh, no. I will be at Kate Strobel's <laughs> show at number 38 on Thursday, the 25th of March. The pandemic in, is over, folks. You can tell because Sam's booking dates again. I'll be in Boulder. I'll be in Boulder uh, for two shows, March twenty seventh at Jose Flores's show, and then Midwest. The boy is coming back your way. I'll be in Milwaukee the ninth, tenth, and eleventh. Uh, the Renwick Mansion the thirteenth, and then I'll be in Chicago in and out that week too. So uh, hit me up if you need any more information. The boy's back. I got COVID antibodies until. May 2nd, my birthday. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, don't forget about the Patreon, too. Patreon.com slash Chubby Behemoth. Get up in there. Five bucks a month. Get you extra episodes. Some of our best ones are Patreon episodes. So catch it. Also, the pandemic is over. Let's just call it. Who cares? Yeah, you were in Florida for 10 days and you listened to some of the drunkest, dumbest people that were like, <laughs> it's all fake anyway. And then your wife, doctor, tried to talk some sense into you and you face palmed her <laughs> i shoved her off a jet ski <laughs> <laughs> whipped her tit out and you're like oh this doctor says everything's fine 